Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's April 19th. And on this day in Christian history, we're going to be looking at the theme of Protestantism. And we go back to the year 1526. The reform movement in Germany had gathered momentum in the nine years since the Augustinian monk Martin Luther had marched up to the castle church in Wittenberg and nailed his 95 theses to the door. Four years later, Charles V, the Holy Roman Emperor and de facto ruler of Germany, as well as Spain, Austria, the Netherlands and much of Italy, had issued the Edict of Worm, outlawing Luther and all his writings. It was a harsh edict with death sentences for anyone such as a printer who was found with a thesis in their possession. This now seems to be a fatal case of imperial overreach and it agitated some of the German princes who saw the discontent that Luther had stirred up as an opportunity to consolidate their own power. At the Diet of Speyer today, princes and 14 cities drafted a formal protest at Charles V's attempt to crush Lutheranism. And from now on, the reformers were known as Protestants. The build-up to the Diet or the meeting saw the gradual emergence of various groupings of princes along the lines of religion. Most notably, John, Elector of Saxony, and Philip of Hesse formed a league at Gotha. As always for a diet of this significance, the host town had to provide accommodation and provision for several thousand guests. John the Elector of Saxony travelled with 700 guests and 400 horses. After the grand opening, with the procession of princes and envoys to the cathedral and the ceremonial high mass, the diet continued for two months. Although the Holy Roman Emperor Charles V had originally intended to attend this meeting, commitments in the rest of his territories had forced him to cancel the visit. Instead, the Diet was held under the auspices of his younger brother, with clear clear instructions to bring both sides together. Charles's proposals for the Diet asked for the Edict of Worm to be carried out, for heresy and rebellion to be put down, and any final decisions on religion to be postponed until the meeting of a general council. However, the Diet concluded with an ambiguous edict that a general or national council should be convened for the settlement of the church question, And then in the meantime, 
there should be a temporary suspension of the Edict of Verm until the meeting of a General Council. Adding to the sense of inertia, Charles V neither signed nor opposed the new edict. He had just fallen out with the Pope, and this decision had created a power vacuum. Earlier, the combination of the Emperor and the Pope had brought about the Edict of Verm and the clear suppression of Lutheranism. However, this recent breach between them had virtually annulled this at the Diet of Speyer. However, the Emperor was reluctant to embrace Protestant doctrines. On the plus side, he might have become the head of a German imperial state church, like Henry VIII was in the process of becoming in England. But Charles's instincts were against Lutheranism. And he knew that the kingdoms of Spain and the Sicilies would have revolted against him if he had embraced it. The Protestant princes were greatly strengthened by the meeting, especially by meeting the delegates of imperial cities in which the Reformation had made great progress. Luther himself understood the Diet of Speyer as having given him a temporary reprieve from the charge of heresy. And we begin to see the establishment of separate state churches and the fragmentation of Western Christianity. In the German states of the Holy Roman Empire, every Protestant prince claimed and exercised the so-called Just Reformandi Religionem, the right to reform religion. Deciding the church question according to their own faith. The princes of the territories and the magistrates of the cities consulted theologians and preachers. The powerful house of Austria with the emperor and the dukes of Bavaria adhered to the old faith and hotly contested the principle of independent state action on the church question. The Protestant princes and theologians prohibited the mass and certain other Roman practices. And the Catholic position had been significantly weakened by the threatening invasion of the Ottoman Empire and the quarrel of the Emperor with the Pope. The Protestant cause had momentum and inclined the Catholic majority to forbearance. Ferdinand of Austria the electors of Mainz, Brandenburg and Saxony, the Duke of Bavaria and other Catholic rulers soon co concluded a league at Breslau. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the Jesuit astronomer Angelo Secchi and how he demonstrated his famous Secchi disc which measured water clarity and is still used today aboard the papal yacht. 
If you want to visit the blog or commission a podcast for your own organisation, visit the website on pogp.net. And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.